This is Tristan Navarro with Columbus Business First, and this is the Crisis Management Podcast. Today I'm talking to John Brooks at BTTS Holdings. You might not know the name of the company, but he is the manager of about a half a dozen event venues around the city. Every one of them had a lot of issues when COVID-19 came and led to the lockdowns. Lots of weddings were canceled and lots of events. John talks about how he adapts and the future of the events business. Thanks for listening. All right. Well, thank you for joining us for this episode of Crisis Management. I'm Tristan Navera, reporter with Columbus Business First, and I have John Brooks with BTTS today. Good to be with you, Tristan. Happy to be here. Let's just jump right into it. Uh, tell me a bit about what BTTS does, or maybe at least what, what you did before the pandemic started and, and, uh, and how things have gone since then. A BTTS Holding is an event venues and catering company. So we currently have four event venues around Central Ohio, around the Outer Belt, plus the Fig Room in the Short North. And then we're bringing a new venue online this year in Italian Village that we're really excited about called Edison in summer of 2021. And then we also uh, have in-house catering who handles uh, our events. So that's who we are, uh, who we continue to be, what we'll be doing in 2021, uh, just a little bit more of it uh, than, than last year. Tell me about the entire process for you guys in, in 2020 when this pandemic hit and, and just the whole story uh, for, for how it affected your business. How long do we have? There's many... <laughs> Many, many chapters, you know, we started to see and hear things like the rest of society in, in February, and we're like a little bit unsure what was happening. And then I will never forget when uh, the Arnold well, was canceled here in the state of Ohio. You know, and then that was a bit of the wake up that, oh, this, this, this could be big. You know, at that point, none of us probably knew uh, how long and how deep this was going to go. So we were mandated closed by the state of Ohio, you know, March, April, May. Then uh, thankful to the governor, we, you know, and his leadership, we were able to reopen and start doing events. Uh, we work with the uh, state leadership on how we could reopen and do events safely starting in June of last year. And then that has brought us um, through where we are today. And we do a lot of weddings, and then we do a lot of corporate and social events. So I'd say there are two big words for last year were uh, empathize and educate. You know, a lot of empathy for our clients who maybe have planned the celebration or wedding of their dreams for a year, and then it could not happen in the way that they envisioned it. We really do uh, empathize with that. And then we would did a lot of education on this is how we can do this and how we can do it safely. So empathizing, educating, and then if I could throw a third word in there, it would be rescheduling. So yeah. did everyone just stop getting married or how did, how did that play out? <laughs> All of us have a friend or two friends who had to put off a wedding, you know? Yeah. So a great question, you know, throughout 2020, the, the corporate events really, uh, we're just put on hold. But those, interestingly, are really coming back. Once we flipped to the new calendar, we began to receive a lot of calls from our previous corporate clients saying, um, how can we do this? We're, we're reauthorized. We're looking at this later, later this year. On the wedding side, it was really has run the gamut. 
during the time we were closed, we rescheduled 120 out of 130 weddings for the for for next year and later in the year. So a variety. Some people wanted to have their event, you know, per the guidelines of the state of Ohio. Some people were not comfortable having their event, which we certainly understood. Some people wanted to reschedule their event because they had maybe a loved one or family member who was high risk. So really a large variety of kind of desires, but people still wanted to get married, right? So our focus really became focusing on what can you do, what can we do, and how we can do it safely instead of maybe what can't we do. And that really, I think, helped us and helped clients, right? So we can come together at tables of 10, six feet apart. Hmm. We can do that. Uh, We can do virtual toasts. My, my uncle from California can't come. Great. Let's live stream him in so he can toast you like he was here. Yeah. We can't have group dancing. No problem. We had a client have a gingerbread making house contest at every single table. Yeah. So you take a deep breath, you focus on what you can do, and then you get creative. That was 2020. Hmm. And now we're, it's already February. I just looked down. It's already February of 2021. And really feels like there's some light, you know, at the light at the end of the tunnel with successful vaccine rollout and things of that nature. So we're really looking forward to the summer of 21 and, and really the back half of this year for what we would see as more of a traditional celebrations. I went to my first virtual Zoom wedding with my cousin last year and I got to tell okay. you, it's not the same, you know. I talk about operating in this very unusual event environment? I mean, like, do you put up dividers between every table? I mean, how do you, how do you go about policing events like that? You know, it's, it's just a different relationship than you're used to. Yeah, it is a different, it is a different relationship. It's challenging, but it's certainly doable. I think people, there's been a growing comfortability and understanding what the virus is and how to how to combat it with what we'd call mitigation strategies. So what we do or what we've done is a big investment in technology. Uh, We upgraded our air filtration system. Uh, I learned about something called ionization, which is something, you know, we had never heard about, which basically air filtration, ionization, and increased airflow. uh, We installed all of that in December of 2020. That removes 99.6% of all airborne pathogens out of the facility. So once you describe that, invest in it, talk about it with clients, that's kind of a first layer of mitigation. But like you're saying, then you have people show up to an event, all different types of people. And what we've told clients is the rules work, the guidelines work wherever you work them. Right. So whether you're seeing the lights at the zoo or you're going to your neighbor's house or you're going to an event venue, the rules work. The guidelines work wherever you work them. But a lot more effort relative to signage, directing, having people friendly reminders, you know, relative to the being at your table. So the, the governor's done a great job of putting these guidelines and rules in place. And then it's, it's up to us as the venue operator and then all of us as individuals to, to, to follow them. But 
tables of 10, six feet apart uh, mm -hmm. is the max. But what we've done for a lot of clients and what we'll continue to do uh, even throughout this year is you want to seat per your bubble, you want to seat per household, however you want to do that. Uh, that's what we'll do. A lot more spacing. Tell me about maybe have you has this changed the way that people gather? You know, I it's the fact that people want to gather. I mean, everybody seems pretty excited to go back to, you know, being able to gather again. But um, you know, as, as you mentioned, like a gingerbread house contest for for a wedding reception, you know, it's stuff like that. This is probably a chance for people to figure out new ways to socialize. Great point. Great question. I mean, first and foremost, throughout 2020, it was health and safety. How do we do this safely? Number one priority for a business meeting, a, a social meeting or gathering, a wedding reception that wanted to continue. Mm -hmm. In 2021, with the successful vaccine rollout, we see that you, there'll probably be a general loosening of restrictions, uh, which is great. But some things that we've learned and have put in place we believe we're just going to continue technology, right? So we see a lot more hybrid wedding receptions, a lot more what we would call hybrid business meetings where you have people who are in person, mm -hmm. you have people who can't attend, but they still are a part of the celebration or of the meeting, which is, you know, that's one of the silver linings of what's come out of this is, is new ways uh, to gather together safely and virtually. You know, another one of the things that we see going into 2021 with our new venue like at Edison, up front, we were already thinking about what can we do that's contactless? What can we do that's more efficient? How can we invest in air filtration technology? What can we do relative to audiovisual to make it a lot easier where, say one of our corporate clients, um, says, hey, we have 50 people coming from Central Ohio. Mm -hmm. Due to budget or a safety concern, we're not going to fly in the other 50. How can they participate? And there were a lot more of hybrid virtual meetings, mm -hmm. and a lot more even on the wedding side where maybe grandma or grandpa is fully vaccinated, but they just don't feel comfortable attending yet. Yeah. They can sit at home and feel like and get the experience of being there and being able to do a, a real-time virtual toast. Yeah. So that, those are some of the different ways that we're seeing. And we see a lot of those things continuing on throughout the course of this year and, and even beyond. I mean, talk about this year. It's, it seems like it's really hard to know right now about events. You know, I'm a, I'm a runner and all of my events are canceled so far or going virtual. And, sure. you know, I, I think just about everybody has has ideas about where they want to go on vacation yet, but nobody can really plan anything. I mean, talk about yeah. in the events world, that's gotta be maddening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. I would use the word challenging, but it, it is difficult. I think what we see is we're learning more every month. So it, things are becoming to come into focus more every month. We saw at the beginning of this year, a lot of corporate clients call and say, we think we want to do our company meeting the second half of this year. Yeah. So on the corporate side, there is a big focus on the second half of this year and a belief that 
um, where there'll still be mandates most likely, where there still maybe be masking and spacing most likely, but that with vaccinations rollout mm -hmm. and the other things that we've learned about the virus, people are wanting to, to do the meetings they've traditionally done just in a, you know, in a bit more creative and in a safe way. So the back half of this year is really interesting. There's the pent up demand of 2020 plus the pent up demand of the first half of 2021. So people are calling saying, Hey, I'd like to book, you know, this Friday in December. We're saying, Hey, so-and-so already booked that. And they kind of, take a step back or are really surprised yeah. and, and it's the um, hey there's only four Fridays in December there's only you know four Thursdays in December so there's this kind of growing built-up pent-up demand uh, for these safe gatherings the second half of the year mm -hmm. it's almost counterintuitive so you, would you say then the corporate the corporate event is not dead by any means yeah, yeah. 2020, that was off the table, right? Yeah. Um, and But 2021, especially the second half of 2021 and going into 2022, I just saw a CNBC News article that they think that the second half of 2021, airfare is going to double mm -hmm. the price. You know, not, not to be a bearer of bad news on your podcast, Tristan, but yeah. uh, supply and demand. Um, so that, and they really saw big events coming back the second half of 2021, like the, the big, large conventions, Las Vegas conventions and things like that. And that's because of the successful vaccine rollout, you know, and what we're, what we're learning about, uh, the virus. I don't know if you may have seen Johnson and Johnson is going for their emergency use authorization this month. If that gets approved, that's a one-shot dose. They'll have a hundred million of those available by June. Yeah, that that's those are the type of big game changers that we're seeing starting to come. So. Yeah. It sounds like when this is over, all of us are going on a vacation. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. And our corporate clients are going to say, you know, we haven't been together in so long, and we really do see value in that. There's a value of the personal connection and collaboration. We've heard a lot about the new normal. And what we're really seeing is the new normal will be safer. It will be more uh, contactless. It will be more virtual and in person. But human nature, you don't throw away thousands or millions of years of human history. And there is a need for in-person social interaction. Yeah. I'm really happy that we're doing this, mm -hmm. um, but would love if, if it was in person. Yeah, for sure. It's just human nature. So companies are seeing the value in that. And uh, weddings, of course, what, what better time is there to, to, to get together and, and celebrate? So. Yeah, yeah. So the, the, the new normal may look a lot more like the old normal than, than maybe that we realize. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Viruses aren't going away. Mm-hmm. So the great thing I think is in our facilities and a lot of uh, facilities are the upgrades that are being done that I think are gonna actually just keep us healthier over time. So if it, in 2023 it's flu season or whatever it is, hey, our facilities remove 99.6% of all airborne pathogens. That's a great thing for any virus. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, for, for, uh, for the, for the, the people who are attending. So, yeah. So I guess, and then the big question then, I mean, do you feel that this whole experience has made you and your business more resilient? Great question. Um, you know, we've learned a lot. Uh, we've learned a lot about ourselves, about what we're capable, capable of. You know, our catering company um, did dinners and drinks to go. Mm -hmm. We had never thought about that. Mm -hmm. And that became very popular very quickly. Oh, this, this weekend, we're doing an in-person and virtual Galentine's Day event. So we would, two years ago, that wouldn't have even been on, our, been on the table. So the adversity uh, has caused creativity, mm -hmm. which I think is great. And I think that'll serve us well in the long run. And I think we have showed some resiliency and our clients have showed resiliency. I give our clients a lot of credit who decided to have their event in a safe way and reimagined it, you know? So I think overall society is resilient. Mm -hmm. Edison comes along, you know, summer of 2021. So yeah, that is, I think that's, that's due to our resilience. Tell me about that new uh, venue. What's it going to look like? It's an Italian village. Mm -hmm. It's, it's um, our first large scale venue inside the outer belt. Mm -hmm. So an urban feel 1900s era, former warehouse so industrial but also modern so really cool exterior and exterior industrial look with really modern touches uh, inside and all the latest technology so hopefully you're kind of getting a mix of this old and new together old cool building with new you know air filtration ionization uv technology things of that nature so we're excited about it. It's on 4th Street. It opens July uh, 2021. We have our first event there scheduled for July 10th. And uh, hopefully you'll be at our preview party. Cool. Yeah. Excited to see it. <laughs> all right, John. I think, I think that's all I had. Anything else that you'd like to add? Proud to be part of this community. I think we've really seen in Ohio and Central Ohio, there really has been just a spirit of work through this, get through this, figure it out. You know, kind of that Midwestern mentality. And we're much, much closer to the end of this, you know, than the beginning. So I, I on the summer of 2021. Yeah. yeah, same. That's exactly where I'm at too. You know, it's, I think all of the extroverts in the world are, are, are antsy to get out there and, and get back to things. And I think that we're all ready to go on a vacation. All right. Well, John Brooks, BTTS, thank you very much for your time. Great to be with you, Tristan.